So here is the angry that got me up this morning. Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is turning out to be a calculating version, an inauthentic version of Donald Trump. I'm Bill Shireman, and this is a moment of BS, a podcast of In This Together, a voice for the silenced majority, the 70% of us, red and blue, who have not lost our minds, and the more than 500 organizations working across the nation to bring red and blue together to actually solve problems. Now, I'm a Republican, a real Republican, a Republican proud of a party that was founded to stop slavery, led the movement for women's suffrage, championed conservation, called out danger of the military-industrial complex, understood how the great society could go wrong, won the Cold War, then, frankly, fumbled the ball. But there has been a line of character, dedication to liberty and justice for all, stretching back through the great Republican leaders. We do not have those great Republican leaders today. Even those who enthuse about Donald Trump, and I have not been one of them, and won't be until he earns my support, even they acknowledge that Donald Trump has deep flaws. They just like what he gets done, like calling attention to the true threat of China, honoring and giving voice to the millions who have had their communities and towns swept out from underneath their feet by the export of manufacturing to China. Donald Trump is not my guy, but what he's got going for him is an authentic expression of frustration and anger that resonates with maybe too many people. But here's who I really oppose. Ron DeSantis. For those who support Donald Trump, he is not their real deal. And for those who oppose Donald Trump, don't be fooled into thinking that he might be less dangerous or less destructive, just destructive in other ways. And here's what convinces me. Recently, Ron DeSantis took on one of Donald Trump's most important accomplishments, criminal justice reform. This was a bipartisan, almost nonpartisan, across-the-board recognition that the United States is putting millions of young people in prison where they manufacture them into more hardened, skillful, dedicated criminals. It is a business model that exploits the public's fear of crime, the legitimate fear of crime, in order to ensure that millions additional folks are trucked off to prison, some of them legitimately for crimes that they committed, many of them for crimes they did not commit, and most of them for crimes they would not have committed had we a system that was dedicated to stopping crime, not manufacturing and managing it. Our prisons and the public and private unions and companies and agencies and politicians who channel people into it 
make money for every individual who spends every day in prison. There's no incentive, no reward for rehabilitating a young kid who gets put into prison for his first criminal offense. Instead, the whole prison industry, public and private, make money when they fail to turn a young person away from crime, when instead that person is right back in prison after he, and it is overwhelmingly young men, goes out and commits another one and is right back in the system. That is a profitable business model. This is the system that Ron DeSantis declared himself dedicated to keeping in place yesterday. And he didn't do it because he had studied the system or that he cares about crime. He did it because it makes him look tougher on crime than Donald Trump. It's one of the common lies in politics that made middle Americans so fed up that they voted for Donald Trump, who tells different kinds of lies. This kind of lie, the lie that exploits a virtuous impulse on the part of the left or the right, that kind of political lie is the big lie that both parties tell. The kind of lie that exploits a public passion, a legitimate public concern, and turns it into a tool to shove more money and power into vested interests that support the political industry. And it's done on both sides. The Democrats did it with the Affordable Care Act. Instead of getting to the systemic root of the problems of health care and disrupting in helpful ways the entrenched corporate and government systems that cost so much, they doubled down on those systems. They codified the high-cost, low-service business model of healthcare in the States. They made some adjustments to make it more efficient. They promised more to more people. And the purpose of this was not so much to provide universal health care, but to generate more money more reliably to the set of interest groups that have long been the beneficiaries of this high-cost system. Now, I don't blame them for wanting more money out of the system and more guarantees for government, that's understandable, but it's not a healthy policy for healthcare. So we failed to solve the problem and we're nowhere closer now. In fact, the old system is more entrenched now than it was. This is the big lie that both parties have learned to tell. And here is the formula. Take a problem that the people are outraged about. Then figure out how to respond to the problem in a way that looks like it's going to solve it, but actually pumps more money into the vested interests from whom the political industry extracts money in political campaign contributions, lobbying retainers, polling, messaging, communication. Politicians know how it's done, and I'm not even sure they're aware of the systemic roots of this. But Ron DeSantis fell into that trap, trying to look tougher on crime than Trump by promoting a non-solution that will just make crime worse. I have had enough of that.
it may be enough to fool the extremists on the far right and the extremists on the far left, but the middle majority, the 70% of us who actually can understand and work out these challenges, when we talk, we have no choice. We have no voice. It's our job to disrupt the current political business model. It is our job in the middle to step up and express our voices, not to go along with our extremists, but to look to the other common sense folks on the other side of the political aisle and reunite this middle 70% behind candidates that are dedicated to true democracy. I respect and I understand the anger of my friends on the farther right and on the farther left. They raise warnings that are important for us to hear. But when it comes to solutions, they don't have a clue. Solutions come from the middle. This is still a kind of democracy. But if we leave it on autopilot, we will descend further into authoritarianism or worse. If you've had enough of choosing between the lesser of two evils, of having your concerns manipulated by algorithms that know how to trigger your reactions, if you want to reduce crime, protect the environment, make truly affordable health care available for all, fix Social Security and Medicare, reduce overspending and debt, prevent war rather than engaging in it endlessly, detach ourselves from this calculated addiction to digital devices that keep us angry and divided, know that there are solutions Relatively easy, affordable, simple solutions to all of these challenges. But none of them are politically feasible right now. Because our system does not do pragmatic, affordable solutions. If you too find yourself politically homeless, know that you are not alone. 70% of us are right there. We just don't know it because we don't hear it. We're locked in our media echo chambers, hearing the worst insults of our enemies to keep us inside our silos, never discovering each other. We are all in this together, and we can get out of it together. Join us. Text the word together to 66866. Do it now. Don't wait. You'll just fall back asleep. Text together to 66866. Visit us at inthistogetheramerica.org. Subscribe to In Between Times. Get All Sides News. I know the last thing you want to do is to spend more time in politics, but this is the opposite. This is how we connect with each other, create a real community, create a real culture where we do what Americans do best. We solve problems. We overcome every challenge we face. Today, it was Ron DeSantis that triggered this little explosion of mine. Tomorrow, who knows who it'll be? But give me a little reassurance and a little love. And I and the rest of us will do our best to reciprocate. 
You are our solution. Your future, your children's future, the future of democracy and prosperity and freedom and justice for all, these all depend on you now. Break out and join us. You have power to discover. And that is not BS. But I am, and I am ready to devote every last day and every last minute I have to supporting your future and all of ours. We're going to do this. (laughs) 